And good evening, everybody. Rob Bent and Joe here with you, hanging out on another podcast. It is a great day to be talking sports because we got the NFL Combine to talk about. Robin Ben, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing well. It's fired up. Football has not going away at all because <laughs> of the XFL, and now we roll into the NFL Combine. So it's going to propel us into the summertime, I think. Anytime you turn on the, the RB&J yeah. podcast, football will be talked about in <laughs> some form or fashion. We cannot – we would be remiss to not talk about football. That's right. got to have some know, football in you've, there. You've got to, man. I mean, it's just – one of the greatest sports ever invented. It is the greatest sport ever. <laughs> We're not going to open up that can of worms tonight. So t- tell me, guys, how you guys been? Everything going good with you? Yeah, can't complain. I uh, just don't know whether to wear shorts when I wake up or to wear a sweatshirt <laughs> or maybe get a boat instead of a, a, a vehicle to drive. Yeah. As hey. much rain as we've had, it's ridiculous. On Crazy. the bright side. Literally, a lot of sun coming up the next week or <laughs> yep, so. I don't right. think there's any rain expected. And for like we're going to spring forward here soon. Days. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. You know, the time will change. Still got a little sun. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, nice. Yeah. February's coming to a close. It is. It is indeed. I'll tell you what, just got back in from Atlanta. Been in Atlanta all week, guys. Got to go to Baton Rouge in a couple of weeks here. I'm going to go over there and uh, I might even sniff around that LSU campus. Say hey to Chris. Say hey to Chris. Say what up. But uh, got a lot of travel coming up. We got a lot of things to talk about. Of course, you can find us all the social media outlets. Don't want to let you forget. Find us on Twitter at RBJ Show and Instagram at RBJ Show, Facebook at RBJ Podcast, and of course you can find us at powersmedianetwork.com, the one and only central location where you can find everything in Middle Georgia sports. That's college, that's uh, high school, and of course all the professional sports you care to know about. We've got it all for you right there. And even still, you can find us on the radio. Going to yes. tune in to uh, 10 a.m. on Saturday mornings, 96.9 FM, The Buzz, and also... More radio stations to be coming into that mix as well. So uh, we'll keep you up to date on where else across the state of Georgia and Southeast you can hear the Rob, Ben, and Joe show. Don't miss it. You can find us always. But let's talk about the NFL Combine, guys, shall we? A lot of things going on. And, you know, people say that the size of your hand matters for a lot of different things, right? (laughs) (laughs) So they say. (laughs) So they say. But uh, we're talking about the NFL Combine and quarterback hand measurements and who has the best uh, and the biggest. And we're going to hear what Colin Cowherd has to say about that. But first, guys, have you ever measured your hands? I mean, Rob, you were a quarterback. I was a quarterback. But did you ever do that before? No, not any camp or anything that I ever went to did we, like, look at our hands and examine, like, oh, you got a big hand. I've always had my hands. (laughs) Probably because you're not a $35 million investment. Yeah, you're just a – I want to know those things. You're just a player. But my hands are – my hands are, are bigger. I have some I have some fairly good size hands, so I guess that helped and assisted me in throwing the ball. Well, if bit, you compare so. yours to mine, I mean I have like <laughs> infant hands. Like, <laughs> like cabbage patch doll size hands. <laughs> me throwing a football was like throwing a hand grenade in high school. It really was. That's you did what, what you could. I did. I would run and run and run and sky you know, I'd do like my, my little crow hop because I was a baseball guy, right? Yeah. So you can li- I'll have to show you guys for fun sometime. Watch film. You see Joe roll out, crow hop, crow hop, crow hop, throw. Get on top of it. (laughs) Just doing everything I could to get the ball down. Unlike unlike anybody that we're going to be talking about here today. We talk about uh, Tua, his hand size, Burrow's hand size. Quite a surprise, according to Cowherd and other folks that were watching the NFL Combine. And, of course, Jake Fromm. Yeah. Talking about his hand size and others. But uh, uh, let's go ahead and listen to what Colin Cowherd had to say about this deal. You want to? Let's talk about that. The herd. Yeah, the herd. Stop. So, Joe Burrow yesterday, they measured his hands, and they're, like, small, like a nine. And Joe Burrow's laughing about it. Why do you think they test this stuff? 
Why do you think they test this stuff? Now, Patrick Mahomes came out and supported him because Patrick Mahomes' hands are slightly smaller than average. And everybody's like, well, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes has small hands. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes has the best arm on the planet. That overcomes lots of shortcomings. He also had a dad who was a pro athlete. So Mahomes is a significantly better athlete than Joe Burrow and has the best football throwing arm in the world and has Andy Reid as his counsel. We know that Joe Burrow is a decent athlete, not special. He now has small hands, and we know he's got an average arm, not great, and has Zach Taylor, who we don't know if can coach, as his counsel. I remember years ago when Vince Young came out, and I was never a big Vince Young fan. I hated his throwing motion. I said, he reminds me of Tebow. He wins games. That throwing motion, you'll never be a great pocket passer. He had a very low wonderlick. And people are like, hey, it's no big deal. And I'm like, well, it's kind of a something, or they wouldn't test. I mean, it's, it's, and then everybody said, well, Dan Marino had a low wonderlick. And I was like, yeah, but Dan Marino had the best arm and release in the history of the league. Folks, sometimes Steph Curry's shooting overcomes the fact that he's small and tiny and doesn't play much defense, and he's not real vertical, and he, you can push him around, he's kind of light. If you have world-class arm talent or world-class shooting talent, it can overcome obstacles. So that's what Colin Cowherd had to say about the hands, and he's right. He he is right, and I I, I think there's going to be some division in this conversation, but I'm ready for it. <laughs> I think East and West Berlin. Yes. yes. <laughs> but he is exactly right. Why would they test about it? Yeah. Why does Nick Saban measure his players? Why does he want? Why do they want certain specifications for a D end or a DB? Because yep. it matters. Yeah. And in Joe Burrow's case, let's get one thing straight. Joe Burrow had a Cinderella story of a of a last year in college. I mean, he could not do any wrong, and neither could his teammates. Right. The best wide receiver is still in college That's that right. was with him at LSU. That's so right. So that plays a large piece in his performance at LSU. Okay. Yeah, he is a, like Colin would say it, he's an average athlete. I'd say he's a little bit better than average. The guy can move around and take some hit. He's, he, I give him a little bit of an edge because of, of his competitiveness. Right. But his his arm, I think he can make a lot of the throws, pretty much all of them. But I will say, you don't want this guy going into a dumpster fire. Joe Burrow needs pieces around him in order to succeed like he had at LSU. Uh, right. Newsflash, his first year at LSU starting was dismal right like they couldn't hardly do anything he was like yeah Joe Burrow probably mid-tier SEC quarterback offensive change and three of his receivers turn into Julio Jones and you know Waddle or something I mean they're just coming out of like nowhere and just start balling out that played a large piece into his success at LSU so even talking so, about the arm, I'm sorry, Ben, even talking about the arm strength that uh, you heard Chris Blair talking about when he was on with us just a, a week ago, said he thought that Burrow played up to the competition uh, and actually probably improved what he was originally and in arm strength. Is, this is the thing. So Rob's selling that Joe Burrow's overrated, okay? Get out of here, take a bus, a bus <laughs> ticket somewhere else. Somewhere okay. else. All right, Mr. Burrow's not underrated, okay? The guy is an exceptional talent. Some people just catch it later than others. Tua has peaked. Tua Ooh. peaked as a freshman. E. He did. He peaked as a freshman e. when he came into the national championship game. E, Joe. He, that's he, hard to swallow right on. there. He has not got back to that level since. It's just been the same. Oh, his, The other year, it's been the same. All across the board, his performance has been the same. Okay? And he's not durable. 
When did Joe Burrow ever go out of the game? Burrow's lowering his shoulder and running through people and saying, hey, man, give me the ball back, okay? I want some more. This is my argument, okay? We live in a society of tangibles, okay? Right, right. Joe Burrow has the intangible, all right? It's like some of these basketball players, like Colin was talking about. Steph Curry coming out of Davidson. He's trash. Send him to the West Coast. Good luck making the team, big dog. But we'll give you some credit because your dad was an NBA guy. You know, he's the best player we got, arguably one of the best shooters ever, okay? Burrow could be the same way. Just because he came out and he's not necessarily has the largest hands or he doesn't have the biggest arm, Joe Burrow is a football player, and he's a hell of a football player. The guy can absolutely get it done. He manages the game like no other. He sees things before they happen, and he's got a nice little edge to him. He's got some toughness that I think – he will get drafted number one. However, I do agree with Rob. He is riding the wave of a really big season. Yeah. But his age and maturity level, he's older than anybody in the draft. He's played football for five years in college. He's got two degrees. Very smart kid. From yeah. Two good universities in Big Big Ten. You know, Mr. Ohio in basketball. Good athlete. So, I'm not worried about his hands. Sign him <laughs> up. I'm paying, I'm paying Joe Burrow. And, you know, I want him. Not so fast. <laughs> Not so, there's, here's the thing. Okay. Just, you know this. Heisman Trophy winners, NFL. How do they do? Normally, they don't do that great. They don't do that great. Nope. No. Okay. They don't. So, let me draw this comparison. Who would you rather have? Baker Mayfield or Joe Burrow? I'd probably take Joe Burrow in this situation. You would not take Baker Mayfield? Absolutely not. He's a hothead. Why would you talent. take Baker Mayfield? Because he's got more talent. He's got more raw you think skill. Baker Mayfield has more talent than Joe Burrow. Gun skill? He's got totally he might more, have gun, more skill. gun skill. But Joe Burrow's got way better pocket presence. He's been coached much better. His dad's a defensive coordinator. Baker Mayfield was a walk on at Oklahoma. I'm taking Burrow every day. Oh, hey, hey, I gotta battle, tell you, hey, the Battle of Ohio. We'll get to see it because he's gonna wind up in Cincinnati and Baker's yep. gonna be in. Cleveland. Baker needs a coach. Get Baker a coach. Hey, stri- hey on paper, stripes, talent, stripes up. Talent, Bengal Nation. <laughs> Talent, talent for talent. Okay, talent for talent. I guarantee you, Baker Mayfield. If he, if Burrow ends up going to Cincinnati, Baker will beat him out of the frame his first game he plays if wow. he gets the start. But you know, we can't necessarily take that. The Bengals are in shambles. Yeah, Bengals. I okay. mean, come Cleveland on does have pieces. Not a good fit for so, Burrow. Not a know, dumpster fire guy. Yeah, I've already told you. Not That's, a good dumpster it, but fire. But he guy. might not be a good dumpster fire guy. But to say that Baker Mayfield is better than Joe Burrow, he's got a bigger arm. <clears throat> No doubt. He's got more arm skill. More he, gun skill. He might have more gun skill, but, I mean, who do you roll out there, Joe? Yeah. Who do you roll out there and say, man, you know, I feel real good about the guy taking the first snap of the game or not checking out on me. Right. What would you say? Who would you take in that situation? Of not checking out kind of freelancing like, whoa. Who oh, Burrow. You? 100%. Yeah, take Burrow. Baker's going to sit there and say, you know, the GPS says turn right in 500 feet. Baker's laying into it. Now we can go to the next section. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know, I think I can make up for it. You but, know, I'll make up for this, but you can't. Like, you know, <laughs> you sometimes can't. you can't. You know, the yeah. safety's there regardless. But here's ah. my thing. Here's my whole point with the Baker-Joe yeah. comparison. Could Baker Mayfield not make more out of nothing than Joe Burrow? I don't know. Burrow, when things went down, he made something out of nothing a lot. In college. In college. What's different about the NFL? Russell Wilson does it all the time. You think he can throw off balance like Baker does? Like Mahomes? You didn't see that much in college. He was pretty much set up. I don't know. He scrambled out a lot. I got to tell you, fellas. 
You talk about that, I think you're right. I think you're right. I'm telling you, Rob. I got to give you the edge there, but Ben, you make some hard points. You make some hard points right there. We'll see what we happens. will see. It'll be Cincinnati. It'll... Are they at dumpster fire? Is the question? I really think that's what that we, is dumpster not, fire. Yeah, yeah. That is dumpster yeah. fire. Grand Central right there. Rob Ben and Joshua, we're going to talk more about this and other things. We got Coach uh, Steve Frisprelli coming up in Trutland just a little County. bit as well from Trutland County. It's your Rob Ben and Joe show. Stick around. We'll be right back. Well, bake your head, please. <laughs> We're back here with you on the Rob Vinny Joe Show. And let me just tell you, off air, in the break, competition and com- conversation, fierce still, about Baker Mayfield. <laughs> i tell you what, guys, great conversation, but... Uh, I got uh, Burrow is the smarter quarterback. No, no doubt yeah, about yes, it. Burrow, he is. But Baker's going to do things. He's going to pull that rabbit out he, of the hat. He will. That Burrow just is not going to do. He's but not he'll also do. miss. Yeah. He'll also miss the can of corn. He may. He, yeah, may. he may. Yeah. That that twelve yard hitch. Yep. Burrow's never missing that. Yep. You know. And then uh, what you know. But we, we you know we can't. You don't find Joe Burrow on aisle six at Home Depot. That's true. He's not a tool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, he I'm is, not saying he's trash. This guy's. Okay. A, let's get that. You have for to, all of our listeners. I go, play quarterback for, for Joe Burrow. You got to go request the attendant to unlock the sliding glass. He's yeah. a locked item. Right. You know? What I'm saying, like, I'm there. not. I'm not debating whether he's he's a good player. We're talking about elite talent across the board. I'm just talking about more elite. Just physical attributes and yeah, Baker yeah. wins. Tom, Baker wins. Tom, okay. Tom Brady was not highly sought after. Joe Burrow's going to be similar. But I will say, this is interesting. Uh, just We're talking about the hands, and I want to kind of run through a little bit of these hand sizes oh, here. Yeah, I, think you, I think you will find this very interesting. This okay. Interesting. <laughs> so, Joe Burrow is six foot three and four eighths. He's got a nine-inch hand. All right. Justin Herbert, six six two eighths. He's got a ten-inch hand. Jake Fromm, his hand, he's six foot one, seven eighths, and his hand size is Eight inches and seven eighths. Little. Now let's tell people right now uh, how you measure. Of, yeah, how do you measure the okay, hand? Because we debated about this. We debated about this before because we're looking at it and we've we've done some research on it. So right. they measure if you open the if you open, open your hand, hand, they measure from your thumb to the end of your pinky. Right. So basically, if you were to grasp those two like you would a football, right, those have to be on the ball. Right. So that's how they measure it. Okay. The one that is the most astonishing number here, or two of the most astonishing probably. Tua Tagovailoa is six foot, and I think they're that's that's generous. Yeah, they're that's, stretching that's generous. It a little bit. They're maybe. stretching it. He was probably had three pairs of socks on to get to six foot. <laughs> so his hand size is ten inches. That's amazing. But that's that big. that speaks to how he spins it so yeah, well, though, yeah. and why he's so accurate because he holds on the ball to that extra couple of millimeters longer yep. than the other guys. He throws a good ball. He really does. So uh, you know, you look at uh, we were talking about. I'm just going to bring up. Uh, our Georgia guy, of course, there from tiny hand, really the the smallest hand in the group. Yeah, we're talking about. I there. mean, total status quo, basically totally yeah. average. Yeah, hand. yeah, totally yeah, average. Yeah, totally that, average. That almost you you kind of think about that, <clears throat> and sometimes you know Jake can sail. Yeah, the long throw. Yep. across the field, probably that not. very well could be an a, uh, an attribute to that because that throw. Um, what we're over talking about, Rob's Rob's hands are probably seven and a half to eight yeah. inches. Rob they actually measured at nine. <laughs> On the okay, nine, on the scale, whatever. They actually so, measured it. Nine. So they're close. He's close to that. But, Cabbage patch hands over here. Okay, yeah. <laughs> if you have, even if you have a very large arm, yeah, that throw across the field's difficult. So if you don't have any type of leverage, it's really hard to get there. And that's ball can float. That's right. Well, you hard know, throw. If you can't, and we went to the Manning Passing Academy in high school, and I've caught a pass from Peyton Manning, and I've shaken 
Peyton's hand. Right. It is massive. Yeah. It engulfs your hand. Wow. You know, and I think that has something to do with Tom Brady. I've never had the opportunity to shake his hand, but I'm sure they're huge. Yeah. You know, and Andy Dalton was there, Andrew Luck. That was a glorified class that we got to see at the Passing Academy, and we all got to kind of see him. Andy mm-hmm. had similar hands to, like, Jake Fromm. Well, does he have the best – he doesn't have a laser throw across the field. So, they measure it for a reason. Also, yeah. because it's a, you know, $30 million investment they're making. <laughs> you know, they want some ROI. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like getting something appraised, you know. You get a house appraised, they say, oh, the house is worth $350,000. Oh, okay, we'll see about that. Yeah. Give me an yeah. inspector in Let, here, you know. Let's you build your mom. It needs a roof and blah, blah, blah. It's really worth two seventy five. Yeah. So, that's what that is. And, you know, it, so they take the stats. The and like, Can they yeah. translate? Yeah. So, there's a reason why, you know, agreeing with Cowherd in this particular situation, you need, you know, you need that. Yeah, that's, and that's why they have it. But interesting about Jake Fromm, reading an article, he was an interview uh, before the draft. It was a, a pre-draft interview. It was just released. I can't remember who, who uh, if it was Sports Illustrated or where it come from. Um, but he was talking about how Fromm, he said that the main struggle this year, and I said this to Ben uh, going through this past season, his mm-hmm. last year at Georgia, he said he really, really struggled with his footwork. And you could see that, that noticeably. Yeah. Some of the throws that were sailed, and a lot of that has to do – some of it has to do with quarterbacks coach. He lost Chaney, and people kind of underestimate that Chaney is a, is a good quarterbacks coach. People like playing for him. They underestimate that he left – and they underestimate how many receivers he lo- he lost in timing. Right. Well, the quarterback position, believe it or not, is played from the ground up. It's all about rhythm. And he was not in rhythm a lot. And that was due to probably coaching and his players not being familiar with him. So it's kind of half and half. So you're going to see if you turn on the TV, when this, the combine will come on TV in the next couple of days. Right. And you'll get to see it. Watch Jake Fromm throw. I guarantee you when you see him get in there in some preseason games when he gets to the league, because he's going to be drafted, when you get to see him in there, he'll look different than he did this past season because he's having some guys work, work with on him on his footwork. And, and, you know, that's one other point I wanted to make. <clears throat> you know, I feel like somebody like Fromm, his ceiling is high because he had that lack of coaching. Right. Whereas, and I'm not knocking Georgia's coaching staff, but there was a gap in offensive coordinator position. Absolutely. Nobody will argue that, I don't think. But he had that, you know, I think one of the guys, Drew Brees has some of the best footwork in the NFL. He gets underneath his body as good as anybody Anybody you've ever seen. The way he stretches out and torques his hips and everything. Phenomenal. It's unreal. He maneuvers the pocket and gets his feet underneath him so well, he just knows he's a master with his feet. That's right. That's what makes up for bat, for height. That's right. Tua, you know, sometimes they say, see, Tua has an arm. He's got a live arm. But sometimes his he has really good footwork, like naturally, but sometimes they get all out from underneath him. It's how they control that footwork. Right. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. If you ever saw Peyton Manning had the best seven-step drop you've ever seen. And it was always right over the top of your, you know, right over the top of it all the time. And, That's right. And if you ever see Drew Brees drop back deep, same thing. When they hit it, there's no hitch. That's it's right. Bang, go. Boom. And same I mean, thing, <laughs> Russell Wilson, the guys. Same it, thing. And it, it's more important for guys like your Fromms, your Drew Breeses, your Russell Wilson. They're working with less. They're, they're, not, they're not six they five. Ain't, they're not six six. They're That's not right. six five and a half. They, they don't have that extra arm length to make up for a misstep here. Yet that was the one thing when I was coming through too. Really, really stressed on footwork and having your feet placed because we don't have a lot at, at six foot to six three. You don't have as much to misstep if you overstride or whatever, but a guy that's 6'6", your Trevor Lawrence's, 
that dude can misstep a good half foot, and it's not going <laughs> to yeah. affect his throw at all. Like, you may not even be able to tell it. That's but right. somebody like me, from it's going to sell out of bounds because your hand size is, one, not as big, your arm's not as long, and your body's not as long. That's so right. You're not so as, you don't have as much torque. So one thing I want to kind of push forward to, though, what do y'all think about this? Jalen Hurts, NFL Combine, has not been asked or looked at to play any other position but quarterback. Well, he Thoughts. said he because he came out and specifically said I'm a quarterback. That's all he said. But my my point I'm surprised is, by that. Yeah, I'm absolutely surprised by that. He is one. He's a he's 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 an athlete. Like yeah, I mean, unbelievable athlete. He squats over 500. You pounds, look at his up, like 600. Yeah. They stopped him. They said you you got to stop. Yeah, no moss. Yeah, they won't let him keep going anymore. But so. see, that's what's surprising to me. He is so gifted and has so much ability. It's surprising to me that they're not testing him in some and, other and, position. And that might take someone, you know, he's sitting down there in some of the meetings and, you know, Bill Belichick walks in there or, you know, John Gruden, you know, Andy Reid, yeah. Doug Peterson say, hey, man, you know, we really love you, man. You got like, you're a great team guy. You buy in clearly. We loved how you took a back seat. His story is great, how he took a back seat. He's the ultimate team guy. Right. If they get to find the right dude to sell it and he believes it, they can say, man, you could – have a 15-year career playing another position. You might consider, you know, because what's the uh, the dude that plays for the Redskins now? They just let him go, but he used to be a Haskell? quarterback at Florida. Haskins? Uh, no, he used to uh, – I can't remember his name. Uh, um, I can't, my, my, my mind's blank. Anyways, he played tight end but also doubled as a quarterback at Florida. But he's a tight end in the NFL. And Hurts just doesn't need to sell that short. And money will fix that. Because when the teams say, hey, man, yeah. you just ain't going to cut it, you're a practice guy. You, you'll be a, you'll well, be a practice he, squad they could, guy. They could, use him as like a, they could use him as like a Taysom Hill or something. I, yeah. You know, they could use he him like that. He would be a great fit for that. But, but I he's got to find a coach that can do that. Yeah, but right. I think also, though, he's built like a pro running back. He is. He's a running back. He really? looks like Derrick Henry. Like, he really, yeah. He, he does. He would fit best at, at, at running back. Like, that's literally where he – because I don't see him play – he's not – He's not like really quick enough to play receiver. Like as far as you would, no. you wouldn't see him putting him in the slot or putting him at X. He's more of a straight line. He's more of a straight line guy. Up. But like you see when he runs the ball, I mean, he runs with his pads like a running back. He does. There's he a place for phenomenal. Him. I'll tell you what, guys. He reminds me a lot. You've heard me mention this name before, uh, Jim Jensen for the Dolphins back in the day. Jim was that type of player. Same thing as uh, Taysom Hill today. He wore that number eleven with Marino in the backfield, but he he played the H back position there, and he could move and do whatever. Yeah, he was just built like that and had the ability to do it. And I'm sure it surprises me that they're not testing hurts anywhere else right now. But I, I believe what you're yep. saying is right, Ben. He they may, may, he get, may, the right they may get him there. They may get him there as a QB, but there's right. there's no he will wind up somewhere. The, the, he is well, too good of an athlete he, to not he, play at the see, at the next level. That's the, right. The combine benefits somebody like Hurts. It does. It, it further exemplifies holy cow, this guy's an incredible <laughs> athlete. Because he's gonna run like a four four, four five. That's right. He's gonna jump out the gym. Yep. I mean he's he's gonna do everything really, really good and that does nothing but yep. help him. And they're gonna be like, wow. Some other things going on in Middle Georgia. We're gonna we're gonna get out of this segment here in just a second. We wanna let you know though, other good things going on in Middle Georgia as we talk football and combine and we've got Coach Steve Vesprilli coming on in just a minute from Trutland. He'll be on with us. Uh, don't forget that Florida State FSU going to be in 
uh, playing Mercer this coming Tuesday in baseball. Top 25 matchup there on the baseball college fields, and that's going to be great. FSU coming in number five in the nation. That's awesome. And let me down. tell you what, Mercer has a fantastic baseball stadium. Recent, they really Recently do. renovated. It's beautiful. Ortho Georgia Field. Easiest, it is beautiful. Hey, it's easiest place to get to. You go yep. up, uh, if you're coming from, from Dublin or Middle Georgia, if you have to go up 16, so easy. you just swing around, take a left, and you're there. Yep. And it's a great place to watch a baseball game, and the stadium's beautiful. Yeah, it really is. It's a great place to be. And then also, uh, a little more baseball news, Georgia, Georgia Tech. Got a little special yeah, something yeah, going on, um, right? uh, According to Bubba, the, uh, you know. Um, <laughs> Bubba East, our, yeah, our, our yeah. news source. <laughs> we, a glorified field reporter. Yeah, Bubba glorified East. field reporter. My father <clears throat> yeah. um, picks up on all these small things. Um, they're having a series. Georgia Tech and Georgia's having a series they hadn't had since supposedly 1950. Yeah. They're going to open up a series here at the beginning of the season this this. Uh, Friday through Sunday. Friday, they're going to play in Athens at, uh, is it Foley? Foley, Field. Foley Field. Foley Field. And then they're coming to Russ Chandler Stadium Saturday, um, and they're going to play at 1 o'clock. And then Sunday, I think they're going to play in Gwinnett on a neutral side. It's nice. kind of cool. They're going to bounce all around, but it's going to be even, you know. they So, they'll be Friday night in Athens, Saturday in Atlanta, which <laughs> me and Bob are going to because it sounds pretty cool. And then Sunday, they're going to play in Gwinnett. Well, I tell you, if you haven't been to Foley Field over there in Athens and watch a baseball game, it's a good place. Yeah, it's a real nice, yeah, nice place field. to watch baseball over there as well so guys stick around we got coach uh, steve vasprilli coming up with us in just a few minutes and uh, remember you can find us always at rbj show if you're on twitter or instagram and at rbj podcast if you're on facebook or check us out online powersmedianetwork.com your one only source for everything central georgia sports and high school and collegiate athletics we'll be right back at your rob ben and joe show All right, we're back. It's your Rob, Ben, and Joe show here for Middle Georgia. A little inter-Sandman here for our friend and guest tonight on the Rob, Ben, and Joe show. Don't forget, you can find us in all kinds of locations, social media, Twitter and Instagram. It's at the RBJ show and Facebook, RBJ podcast and powersmedianetwork.com if you're looking online. But here in segment three, your Rob, Ben, and Joe show tonight, we have head coach for the Trutland High School and the athletic director, football program athletic director coach steve vasprilli coach how you doing i'm doing great i'll I tell you what that music is, is getting fired up <laughs> <laughs> that was a special take coach we pulled that one out of there so uh, i appreciate that yeah, yeah that's uh that's fantastic you got the nice east welcome there. <laughs> that's right that's right we used to listen to that stuff absolutely yeah, man well uh i'll i'll introduce coach for um coach for is the head coach at uh truthland county in soperton for the uh the vikings down there he used to uh coach me and rob back at dublin high school he used to be the assistant head coach um in dublin high at dublin high school under coach holmes and coached us and um was an integral part of us getting you know to where we ended up and um so he's down there at truthland now and coach how long have you been down there now? This is I'm in in, in my it's my second year and uh, you know hopefully many more. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's exactly right and we uh, he always used to tape us up before the game right. and every time I would come in with my my iPod and I had the the, the Bose noise canceling right, right. I would I would you know f- I would sacrifice three minutes of my listening time <laughs> and give him inter- I, would, I would give him the headphones and play Inter Sandman oh. while he taped my ankles and uh 
I never had a twisted ankle. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> That's right. There you go. That's right. So that was that was never in question. Didn't have to worry about the tape job there. For sure. right. One of the only things I've ever done successfully. <laughs> that's, that's to be debated. Well, co- uh, Coach, I know you got a lot of good things going on down there in Trutley County, the Vikings athletic program. Uh, a lot of good work happening down there. Why don't you go ahead and give us a little overview and talk to us about uh, the athletics here in Trutland County? Well, you know, I, I tell you what, it, it, it begins with basketball. You know, our basketball coach, Tyree Coney, is one of the best in the state. And uh, we're, again, this weekend playing for uh, in our final four, our second in a row final four. We made it to the state championship game last year, lost in the last second to uh, Calhoun. And uh, hopefully we can get the job done tomorrow in uh, Valdosta to, to get to making again. Um, it's going to be a tough, you know, tough haul because uh, – you know, when you got the last four in the state, you know everybody's good. So, you know, hopefully, uh, you know we can get going with that. Our, you know, our soccer girls soccer program is is is, is great. Uh, we made it to the Elite Eight last year, and uh, that's hard to do in single A. You know, we, we got all these uh, private schools, and you know, all it's, it's tough. And and we we uh, we got there uh, last year. Baseball is looking up, and uh, we're trying to. I tell you what. I might have to fire the football coach if you can't win any more games. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we're trending in the right direction. That, you know, our, weight, our, our, uh, our strength and conditioning program's uh, gotten better. Uh, you know, they're eating the right things now and, and drinking, you know, chocolate milk like we used to at Dublin. And, uh, getting it done. And, uh, you know, our, our you know we're hitting our stride, I think. You know, we're going to have a really good – class of eighth graders coming up this year that's going to play for us and you know it's single a we have 266 uh kids in our in our school in our high school and uh you know freshmen have to come in and, and get and get good time you know uh playing and uh we're gonna have a good bunch of eighth graders come up and uh, to go along with uh you know everybody else we got on our team i think we're trending in the right direction as far as that goes you know everybody's getting some some pride behind them in the program and uh I tell you, we got a lot of support around around the city and uh, and county. It's 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 huge, and uh, it's a great place to be at Trudeland High School. Absolutely, and uh, Coach Fee, Rob here. Um, you know, just talk a little bit about you know going from a bigger school um, in the past at Dublin and some of your previous stops. Bigger, kind of talk about the transition to going down into single A and kind of how maybe things were different, especially from a program like Dublin, where you know Coach Holmes is running that as close as closely uh, mirrored to basically a college program. I mean, right. me and Ben had basically went to Mercer. It was like a seamless transition to the way that football sure. was preached and taken serious. And kind of talk about the transition. From uh, from from basically like Dublin with Coach Holmes is set up into a single A program. Well, learning, you know, I was, I was with Coach Holmes for twelve years at Dublin, and uh, I learned an immense, I mean, an incredible amount. Not just X's and O's, but just how to run a program, yeah, the right way. You know, just doing things to 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 make the team better day in and day out. And I, and I learned that from him. That's one, I, you know, I, I credit him for for any, anything that that I could do good, you know, because he he was a big is and was a big influence on my life, on my coaching career, uh, as well as you know my personal life, just as, as you know as a friend. And uh, just learning from him has been uh, what helped me, you know, uh, at Trueland High School because we've changed we've changed our summer program to kind of mirror what we've done at. Uh, 
we did at uh, Dublin, and and you know I put a little twist on it uh, at the end of the week. I do a little fourth quarter stuff. I kind of get that from Nick Saving. Yeah, you should. He's a, he's a pretty good coach. So, <laughs> he's uh, he's all right. He's all right. Full, di- full, di- full disclosure: this is an Alabama homer on the other yeah. end. Of the- <laughs> you know what? Y'all could have told me that before we set up the interview. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, we love that. But uh, you know. Coach Holmes was uh, his program, and you guys know it. You, you were in it. You know, it's it's just it, like you said, it's run like a college program, and that's what we're trying to emulate at Truman High School, and uh, and I think it's working. We're you know we've got a lot of support and a lot of a lot of uh, players, you know, more players coming out every year, and uh, and that's that's really the key. You know, your depth is is what counts, and uh, we're finally getting some of that, and uh, hopefully we can we can uh, push it in the right direction and. Uh, you know, win some championships, win some, you know, close ball games. I mean, we, last year we were, were tight in every – we were in every ball game. And uh, that's one of the things we, that we try to preach in the summer. And our programs, you guys know, and Rob, I mean, you, that's what we did at Dublin. You know, that makes us tougher and that makes us, makes us better and makes us stronger. And, you know, that's uh, that's what we're, we're striving for, you know. I'm not going to say we had to change the culture. It's just we had to kind of bend it in a way that we needed to work you know, and, and get things done in the summer. And, and they've, they've responded. And, and I tell you what, the fans love it, that we're, we're getting a lot of stuff done in the summer, you know, and, and making our, our boys work and work hard and, and get better. And so it's, it's, been, a, it's been a blessing to, to, to be at uh, Trutman High School uh, the last couple of years. Well, Coach, this is, this is Joe here. Uh, tell me, uh, I know a lot of schools are releasing their schedules coming up for the football season. Uh, right. Have you had a chance to look at what your 2020 schedule is going to look like? And if so, oh, yeah. who I is, know what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are the teams that you're, you're circling on there is like, you know what, these are going to be the, the teams we've got to, you know, to, to get over and get through. Who are those teams that you're, you're circling? Well, I mean, you, you've got, you know, perennial – uh, playoff teams in Johnson counties in our in our region, uh, Wilcox County. You know they've had a, they had a great football season last year. Uh, uh, Montgomery County, uh, Telfair County. Those those schools are in our region. And then we circled one that uh, we got to go to, and it's in uh, the little place you might have heard of, Shamrock Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so we we're playing at Dublin and. Uh, uh, See, so, I wasn't going to bring that up. I, just, <laughs> I, know, I knew what you were trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, you know, you know, just being able to—it's going to be kind of strange for me to be on the other side. Well, actually, I coached some um, some spring games on the other side, but uh, that's about it. But it's, it's going to be—it's going to be a weird feeling for me to be on the other side. You know, the visitor side of the Shamrock Bowl when we go down there. You know. Uh, Hopefully, you know, we bring a lot of people with us. You know, they love football here in, in Soberton. And, uh, you know, hopefully we get some people there. It's a nice, good trip for us. I think it could end up being a good rivalry for us. You know, we just got to get a little better. And uh, to make it even in Dublin, got to get a little worse. But I don't think that's <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that'll be exciting, though. And I, that's one perk to uh, dropping – well, Dublin dropping down with all the reclassifications. I was talking to some people, and um, I think it is able to establish some rivalries because there's a lot of single-A opponents, including Trutland and Johnson and other things that you normally skip over. And I think there's a way right. to establish some older rivalries. Dublin used to play Johnson County all the time um, back when I was um, when I was younger. So um, it's going to be interesting to bring back in the Hawkinsvilles and the, right. and the Wilcox right. counties and Dooley counties. So it's kind of 
single-A schools that are borders and not, you know, riding up there. Not that Macon's right. not close, but you've got more of a the rural community that Dublin is a part of. I think it establishes some type of intrigue among like you said i think the gates are going to be better um i think i think it's going to benefit the programs across the board and you know dublin with more students naturally you know kind of tips the scale it's almost like rocky with the big russian and rocky you know (laughs) but it doesn't mean that rocky can't win right you know that's not the case you know i mean that's not the case you know it seems like that but really at the end of the end of the day it's not like that at all it's all about the accumulation of talent it's not about numbers you know well and i think the geography sets that up what you're talking about ben and uh, Coach V, I'm sure you can talk to this more than I, being a guy not from Middle Georgia, but I do know the geography matters when you're playing those rivalries and setting up those rivalry games there. Everybody, uh, if you look at the flow, people aren't going to turn and drive down from Macon to Dublin, but you sure will have a lot more people drive up to play a ball game with those neighboring counties in the rural city. Oh, sure. You know, that's what you want to see. That's what you want to see. Oh, absolutely. You know, that's the name of the game, you know, getting your fans involved. Absolutely. Absolutely. With what we've got in our region, we have nine teams in our region, uh, so we've had we only get two out of region games, and uh, you know you got to pick and choose. Who, you know, do you want wins? Or do you want gate? You know, that's, right. that's yeah. kind of got to choose with that. You know, and uh, with Dublin dropping down, it's just going to be an exciting time, I think, for the entire region for us. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be. You know, I hope to, you know it's it's going to be a good thing for us to to, to play. I think you know. Uh, um, I mean, of course, you always test you always test yourself against great coaches, and you know, Coach Holmes is one of the best. And uh, so, you know, we'll see where we are, and uh, you know, at the, when the time comes, and uh, hopefully, we can we can get some things done. But you know, like I said, it's, it's an uphill battle. But I think generally, with our uh, with our region, you know, the thing about it is this, you know. With your out of region schedule as a single A team, you know you would you, you would used to have to play double A teams, triple A teams to get those power points, you know, because that's what they you went to the playoffs on power points. You know, you got region winners, and then you put got put in a power power points because of the because of the uh, private schools that were schedule, in there. With yeah. us. and so now we're going to be going in straight just like we did with uh, in double A where it's no power points top four teams in the region and uh so and i think that's better for for everybody in my opinion now you could with powerpoint you can get second in the region and not go to the playoffs you can go nine and one and not get to the playoffs you know and and so that's crazy i think i know and so what what we're getting at is just having the top four teams just like everybody else in the state does you know every other classification does and i think that's a good thing for single a well, I tell you, one of the things that uh, we look forward to here at the Robin and Joe Show, and if you look at our uh, social media, you'll see this. And, then, Coach, I know that you uh, you probably pay attention to these things as well. You go to our website, powersmedianetwork.com, and you'll see on our high school coverage page, we have all these schools you're talking about, Trutland County. We have your feed there, your social media pages. We, mm-hmm. have, uh, we have Johnson County. We have Dodge County. We have Hawkinsville, Montgomery, Blackley County. All these teams that you're talking about, we have all of that uh, in one central location here because we want to unite those uh, rural communities and all these schools together and uh, share the information and the athletics. You're talking about the basketball program coming up and uh, mm-hmm. talking about them in the Final Four, the football season coming up. Of course, we got to play each other this year. It's a great place to be, and we want to share all that information here on the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show for all these schools in Middle Georgia, and we appreciate you sharing your information for us there sure. on our website. So. 
you know, it's a one-stop shop, and and that's what you you know, that's what you look at. You know, I don't want to you know, skate across the internet trying to look up every other school. You know, right. So, but coming to y'all y'all site, I mean, it's like I said, one-stop shop, and it's, it's good for coaches, good for fans, good for everybody. That's right. On the scoreboards there, you can see all of the local schools. You can see everything you're doing in baseball, everything you're doing in soccer, everything you're doing in football. It doesn't matter what it is. Wrestling, we have all the school scores there located in one space for you on our scoreboard here in the Robin and Joe Show, which you can find. But it'll be fun to see you on the football field on the as we stare across the uh, Shamrock Bowl <laughs> next year to see you down there. It'll be a lot of fun. We, we just might have to enter with Inner Sandman. We might have to, <laughs> just for that night. <laughs> and we better get an interview beforehand. That's that's right. We better get to talk to you, Coach. You know I love you guys. Absolutely. And, uh, I appreciate y'all. <laughs> yeah, hey. we, we definitely will be hitting you up, Coach, and uh, good luck going into the uh, – well, I guess you're already in the offseason, but good luck going into spring and this summer, and uh, and y'all hit it hard so we can we can see hey, what you guys yeah, got. And uh, when's your spring practice dates, Coach? We're, we actually, because of a school so small, we don't have – we have two scrimmages in the in the, in the fall. We don't okay, do, uh, nice. Spring because you can't pull we the have athletes. baseball and track. Right. Nice. Right. Okay, cool. Well, that's uh, that's exciting. That's another one of those uh, quirks like we were talking about. Doing, <laughs> doing right. the most with what you got, man. That's right. Squeeze that's that right. lemon. That's right. Well, we certainly do look forward to it. And, Coach, uh, we, we hope you come back with a state championship in basketball. And if you do, bet for sure – that you'll be on the air with us again, and we'll play this every time. <laughs> Anytime, fellas. Anytime. I appreciate you making me a part of it. Absolutely. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach V. All right, there Thanks, you go. Take care. Head coach and athletic director, Coach Steve Vesprilli of Trutland County and the Vikings down there. And, uh, Robin, Ben, just can't beat that action right there, can you? It's no. good stuff, man. Anytime Metallica's Metallica's in play, it can't be. (laughs) That's right. It cannot be too bad anytime you got Metallica on the board. Thanks for Coach Vesprilli jumping in there with us and uh, letting us hear exactly what's going on in Trutland County. That's going to be a lot of fun uh, seeing him on the field. Uh, next year when we play football. It's going to be fun having him up there for sure. So uh, I think that's going to just about do it for us, fellas. I think we're out of time. We're out. Great Another show. Hand fun, size fun and all. Punch yeah. the clock. Punch the clock. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's go measure uh, Let's go measure somebody else. Where's Bubba? Let's measure his hands. <laughs> we'll get his hands. Hey, guys, all right, stick around. We'll, uh, we'll be back next week, and uh, we are going to have uh, more hosts. You never know who's going to be on the show with us here your Rob Ben and Joe show. Don't forget, you can check us out in all the places we mentioned before on Twitter and Instagram at RBJ Show, and of course uh, at RBJ Show uh, on Instagram, Twitter at RBJ Podcast on Facebook and PowersMediaNetwork.com. Check us all out right there. Until next time, see you later at ten o'clock on Saturday morning. We'll be there on ninety six nine The Buzz. It's your Rob Ben and Joe show. Good night.